You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's get to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Here is Asbury across the timeline for three at the horn, and Baylor survives by six over Oklahoma State here on Big Monday. So Scott True's team, number seven in America, with a road win. Welcome to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Aaron Hawksworth, Joe Ostrowski with you. And we've got a fun show coming up at 10. Michael Lieboff of the Action Network. We're going to talk to him about the trade deadline in the NHL. That's on Friday. And then at 11.20, Zach Price will join the show to talk some futures. Can't wait to catch up with him. It's been a minute. And then this is the first time I've seen you in a while, Joe. How have you been? Same. Nothing's changed. Um, I'll be out next week <laughs> Go, going to hang with Mickey and the crew. But uh, yeah, not a lot of lots been going on outside of just uh, jumping back in the pool of uh, everything going on. Doesn't it seem like uh, before you're just overwhelmed with everything uh, NFL and now you're just overwhelmed because everything is, is coming at us, whether we're talking about NBA, college, uh, we'll talk hockey with Leboff. Uh, there are some people paying yeah. attention to the XFL. Maybe Carson Wentz should pay attention to the XFL because that's where he might be playing in another year. Uh, the the NFL draft. The rumors are already flying. It is. Uh, it, it's it's wild. It's just getting back in the swig of things now. Everything's going on, and then uh, we're also kicking up the exciting part of the golf season because the Masters yeah. is right around the corner. We've got the players coming up. Good tournament this weekend. Oh, so uh, it's I'm all. I'm glad out. you brought up golf because I just binged full swing obsessed have you seen it yet okay i watched an episode i really wasn't interested i didn't Gosh, i didn't go I episode got really so i know a lot of people the did. same um and i was talking to pj because i started one episode and i was like okay this little boring not sure i'm gonna yeah. get into this yeah then it started it's one of those series that like then once you get in I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I don't want to spoil it too much, but uh, big takeaway, Tony Finau is very in touch with his emotions. He cried like oh, five times. What in his a episode. little. <laughs> Seriously. Like, I you're crying to a cameraman. What are you crying oh. to a cameraman? No, about? he cried like about, there's a lot. It, it's, it's, oh, okay. It, yeah, it's a lot about what's going on off the golf course for him. Oh, gotcha. But I, gotcha. I respect it. He, he's very in touch with his emotions. Family guy really liked it. Um, the Joel Damon one was really good. 
Oh yeah, okay. Ethan Poulter was interesting. Oh, my biggest <laughs> takeaway: I don't think I like Brooks Kepka. That guy rubbed me the yeah. wrong way, and so did his wife. Yeah. I was like, she was like, "Yeah, I slid into his DMs, and that's how we're married now." And I'm like, "All right, you could keep it moving with your bikini line that she was well, plugging." <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't even I haven't even seen it yet, but I mean, just off of what I see on television, I could tell you that he's got about three brain cells. So I'll probably hate him as well. Like it'll it'll just be mind numbing trying to get through that. Oh, so they it started was. the first one. They, I think they tried to pull you in with the superstar factor with uh, JT and Jordan. And I've liked Jordan, even though a lot of people don't. Um, I was bored by it. I really was. So, so they didn't have the best storylines for TV. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But some of these other ones, I, I was like, okay, these are like TV storylines. I could see why they're being featured because there was a lot going on. Um, and I, I enjoyed it. I really liked it. I thought it was good and it got me excited. You know, the release time of it with, you know, golf season kicking off the masters is approaching it. Uh, it'll be, it's almost like hard knocks. Like, will you, be, will people be betting on the guys that maybe they felt a connection to during this, uh, full swing series? Yeah. I mean, when I first heard about it, I thought it was great for golf. Because they, they need some of that because it's hard to get to know some of these personalities and you need to act a certain way when you're on the course or when you're in front of microphones or everybody turns on you. So I, I do think it's definitely a good thing. No, I the stuff I watched was non-sports for the most part. I did watch uh, uh, Shaq's doc. Like it was a four-piece, mm. three or four-piece doc on HBO. That was pretty good. Uh, but non-sports, um, I, I didn't watch this week, but I uh, – I caught up with The Last of Us because everybody was talking about that. And HBO, pretty good. Got better after the first episode or two. Uh, what else? Oh, <laughs> uh, that uh, that murder show, Doc. Uh, you? Not Doc. It's the show You. It's so Oh, yeah. <laughs> I watched that. But yeah, I'm into those. <laughs> awesome. That guy's weird. Any NBA. I actually just got back from Dallas. I was at the uh, Mavericks-Lakers game where LeBron injured his foot, and now we're hearing LeBron could be out at least a few weeks. Mm -hmm. He played through it. That happened in the third quarter. They ended up uh, storming back down 27 points. I almost left the game. I was like, this is kind of boring. Like, Mavericks just going to cruise here to a W, <laughs> and then here come the Lakers, and they end up winning the game. LeBron plays through the injury. I wondered after, is he going to be okay? But then I kind of forgot about it, and now it's like, uh, I wonder how serious this is because they, they were looking like a team that, you know, they need him if they're going to make a playoff push, and there's there's some mediocre teams in the West that I thought, you know, maybe the Lakers do have a chance here. Not sure with Until the injury, he though. Until we got word yesterday, it seemed like everybody had forgotten about it. But he, you could hear him on the microphone say, it popped. It popped. And I'm like, why are, Why is everybody just moving past that and talking about them making the playoffs? That's what it's been the last couple of days. Well, now that conversation has certainly changed. Uh, there was a lot of interesting things out of that game. Yes, the comeback was part of it. But I thought that was kind of further down. Of, of all the storylines because not only did you have LeBron saying it popped and, and now they're saying several weeks. What does several mean? Woj said, yeah. Woj said several. It goes from a few to several. Several could be more than a few weeks. You know what I mean? There's not a lot of time left here in the season. 
And the other thing that I thought was really interesting was he wasn't calling him out by name, but Kid was basically blasting Luca in the postgame. Like, we got to yeah. stop worrying about the officials so much. And Luca cries as much as anyone. And you see that happen in games all the time, especially in the NBA. Like, you kind of lose your head, you lose your focus on what's most important because you're so worried about the next call or what the calls that you're not getting. And that becomes your uh, primary focus. So I thought that was pretty interesting that kid was kind of going after Luca after the game. And it has not been a great start uh, with the new superstar duo. Yeah. I was just going to say, Luca kind of strikes me as that, that star who's kind of been coddled at such a young age. And now he's trying to figure out how he's going to fit in with Kyrie. And we're still seeing that working out it doesn't seem like it's going to be a smooth uh transition for those two guys it's uh i don't know i i did hear some interesting things behind the scenes uh while i was in dallas about Kyrie being in a good place more mature that's what i was yeah. hearing so yeah, i don't see. know we'll see how that goes <laughs> i mean that's 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 easy. You just got married. Um, everything's great. Everything. You're in a new relationship. Oh, she's so great. Oh, she does this. She does that. Unlike the last place, the last person. All right. Let's see. Let's see when things settle in. It's it's always oh, it's a new person, right? They've yeah. changed. How often do they really change? <laughs> you may think yeah. they changed for a short period of time, but in the end, they're going to go back. I don't know. I would need to see that for a much longer period of time. Uh, but the bottom line there is, okay, personality-wise, maybe he's cool. Performance-wise, uh, pretty good. They're not winning. <laughs> and I know that happens a lot with, with changes like this, but that that's the key right now, that they're all in and, and they're not winning. They need a better version of Luka for sure. I mean, the cutaway of Mark Cuban during that game. <laughs> he looked so bad, too. I was like, ooh, he's got to be really upset. Mm -hmm. But on the flip side, can the Lakers win without LeBron? Is he going to be out a month, two months? Like, what You know, what are they going to do? I guess if they can win without him, no need to rush him back. So that'll be interesting. And then LaMelo Ball suffers a fracture uh, in his right ankle. And they were on fire. They were playing very well. He had 18.6 rebounds, five assists. So just a tough break for the Hornets who had won five straight now without LaMelo Ball. And then bing bong, the Knicks. I cannot believe the Knicks just beat the Celtics. So the Knicks have won six straight, Joe, <clears throat> and knocked the Celtics off that top spot in the East. The Bucks were right there. So now they're the number one. Um, so the Knicks have only lost two games in the month of February. And they're one of the best teams, ATS, as well. So definitely a team to keep an eye on, I think. LaMelo injury, it's like you walk away and you're like, oh, that is just so Hornets. That's so Hornets. But long term, maybe it's a good thing because they have the second worst record in the East. So now what happens? You go full on tank. You, go f you, you have yeah. to. Whether you want, whether it's by choice or not, this injury has forced you into that. So they're going to be tanking the rest of the year. Um, I don't know that Detroit's probably not going to win enough games to go to jump them in the standings. But by the looks of it right now, Charlotte's going to be a bottom four team. I mean, they weren't going any, anywhere. They had zero chance of making the playoffs. So, yeah, it, it hurts his development. But maybe long term it ends up being a good thing if luck is on your side on draft night. Uh, but, yeah, you – 
you don't like to see that, but there's 19 games left. They didn't say it. He ain't coming back. He ain't playing again this year. So, I mean, that would, no. that would make sense, sense to me. Um, New York, they're figuring it all out. I've seen this uh, many times under Tibbs. It's like everybody has their role now. Uh, with the addition of, of Hart, how that has changed things, uh, quickly coming off the bench that he added another 23 last night. Uh, they're rolling. Now, what does this mean big picture-wise? This year, nothing. Because they're not coming out of the East. Like, maybe they end up winning a playoff series. Maybe they host a playoff series, and there's some excitement, and they're relevant, so that's cool. Um, it's, it's not about this year. It's about putting them in a position because, I mean, listen, Milwaukee and Boston are staring them in the face. There's just there's only right. so much you can do without a superstar. But the question is down the road, can this set them up to land a, uh, a superstar? That's the big question. All of these pieces, they continue to play this way. Uh, what can that, that get you in the future? That's a big question when it comes to the Knicks. Yep, I'm with you. It is interesting to see what'll happen because it's like the Bucks and the Celtics at the top and then you've got on the on the west, I think it's more wide open. You know, it doesn't seem like there is a really really strong team. I, I think some of these teams could be dangerous come playoff time. You know, if it for example even like the Lakers, if LeBron's injury isn't that bad, I don't know how many teams would want to face him and Anthony Davis in the first round. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that the league offices had to be really upset with that news, huh? I mean, how, how can you build him up as, I mean, he is this as the greatest player of all time, one of the greatest players of all time, but again, not making the playoffs like that. That's in real danger. Again, they're, uh, they're still half game out in the plan. And they're, what, two and a half back, two and a half, three back of being in that top six. That top six ends with Dallas right now. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see how they turn things around. But it is so bunched. When you go between four and 13, the gap is four games between the four seed and the 13 seed. So there's nobody yeah. great in the West unless, you, unless you're buying in that – you know what? It's different for Jokic Kate. this time. They are oh, great. Yeah. They're just not getting that respect. Um, the Kings are like likely to be the three, so they're going to have a home series to start things off. But yeah, there's there's nobody great in the West. It's wide open. Like, what's the gap between the teams that are like two, three right now? Memphis, Sacramento, and these teams that are in the playing. Like, Lakers could be in the plan. Like, if the Lakers end up making it. Right now, Golden State's in the plan. How big is that gap? I don't, it's not that big. Yeah, because a healthy Golden State team in the playoffs would also scare me. I mean, there's some teams with mm -hmm. some veteran experience that it's like, hey, don't want to count them out. I want to get your thoughts really quick on Coach of the Year because I don't know if – if Missoula, it should be the favorite. I think what Mike Brown has done with the Kings is very impressive. You know, when we talk about doing more with less, I mean, Missoula inherited a Celtics, a really, really good Celtics team where a lot of people probably didn't even realize the Kings were still in the NBA, you know, until Mike Brown gets them going in the right direction. I think it should be Mike Brown, but that's just my opinion on that one. Yeah, I don't know if he's uh, he's the sole reason. It has all come together. 
But just how voters handle these things and all these sports, he's the favorite now, and he should be the favorite. And that, that's where my vote would go. Um, it wouldn't go to Missoula. I, I mean, they were set, and they, we know what they accomplished last year. And, yes, there was that coaching change, and he gets a lot of credit. Uh, didn't rock the boat at all, but I think it has to go to Mike Brown. If the Kings are where, finished where they are right now, and that's a three-seed in the West, even though it's the much weaker conference, I mean, out of nowhere, uh, I, yeah, I, I would think that he gets that award. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Up next, we look at how we're betting the NFL Combine. A little news coming out, um, a quarterback meeting with a certain team. Are we betting the NFL Combine? Of course we are. We'll discuss next. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.